Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 46 of Walk On Radio. And it's time, Hump, your your baby, your child. We're here with the Walk On Radio fantasy football draft. Hump, how are you feeling? Don't, I'm excited. It's a special episode today. Uh, You know, we're doing this a little unique. Uh, We're actually going to be on our podcast live as the draft goes live. So we're going to kind of be giving a little play-by-play to the first couple rounds. Uh, and I'm excited. It's it's your first official, official go-round uh, to a fantasy football draft. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to be sitting in the same room with you. Yeah, so given that it's my first time in fantasy football and I saw all of our competitors, a lot of people, I know your dad had, what, 31 years? 30, this would be his 32nd year. Seen 11, year. 15, 5. Well, I decided to call in some help. And, of course, I brought in my fellow tight end and uh, guest on the pod. So, Isaac Schley, how are you doing? What's up, guys? I'm excited. Um, ready to get some fantasy football action going. Yeah, so now Team Dalton, my team name on fantasy football is the scout team. We are team tight end. We are both making decisions here, and uh, don't be surprised if a tight end or Aaron Rodgers gets picked first or second <laughs> round. It's going to happen. Uh, we have 12 seconds, and the first pick's coming up. Hump, who's going first? You know, so this is very anti what I believe in as far as fantasy football goes, but in this day and age, many and most people play PPR, and if you don't know, welcome to the best day of the Uh year, draft day. It is officially go time, but you know, with with the number one pick, it being PPR, uh, I was going to say Christian McCaffrey is probably going to get picked. He does get picked, Uh, and you know what PPR means, Dalton, is it's points per reception, so those running backs that are versatile, they catch balls out of the backfield, they are going to be your high-priority targets. Uh, I'm actually the second pick here, Dalton, so uh, I, not a lot of time to think about it. I expected McCaffrey to go number one. Number two, I've been losing sleep over this because you know I've got my personal league. This is my, this is my other league, uh, Walk on Radio League, and I want Zeke bad. I want Zeke bad, but... I think the right and correct pick here, especially when you factor in points per reception, I'm taking your division rival, Dalvin Cook, oh, Minnesota Vikings. I think pick. I think it's the right pick. Uh, go ahead and lock that in. Uh, now it's uh, it's your your guys' pick. Yeah, so uh, I've been talking with my boy Isaac here, and uh, there's a lot of good names already. It's really early in the draft for the third pick, and uh, you know I'm going to take some advice from Humphreys himself. Uh, we're going to steal a player that has been well-known to help your oh, team out. I know where it's going. Your boys, he, uh, he finished the year, one of the best fantasy running backs ever. Yep. And I think it's only right that we go with Alvin Kamara, uh, New mm-hmm. Orleans Saints. I think that's a great pick, uh, Dalton. Fun fact about Alvin Kamara, as far as my personal league goes, uh, I've had him three of his four years in the NFL, and I have won three out of the last four championships. So he's my baby. He's my boy. You guys take care of him. Uh He's going to a good home, though. Now, you're kind of right. It's a little questionable with who's playing at quarterback for the Saints. Could it affect the team? But I still think overall Alvin Kamara is their playmaker, and uh, he's going to have to do something. And I think he's going to get a lot of touches, a lot of catches this year, no matter who's throwing it to him, whether it's Jameis or Taysom Hill or anybody else. We don't know. But uh, I like Alvin Kamara, and uh, I think it's a great first pick for the scout team, team tight end. Yeah, no doubt. And and whoever the quarterback is for the Saints, uh, to me, the offense runs through Alvin Kamara. Um, and, and I definitely don't think that that's going to be a surprise. After Alvin Kamara, we had Derrick Henry. Uh, King Henry, he, he's led the league in rushing the last two years. That's a great pick. I guess his downfall in a, in a PPR league is he's not catching many balls out of the backfield. He's a straight 
you know, run downhill guy. I mean, everyone in the stadium knows where he is uh, gonna gonna get the ball and take it, but it seems to not matter. Uh, I'll let you say the next pick since it's your uh, your beloved position. Well, yeah, the next pick that was taken was Travis Kelsey, and that's quite a shame because Team Tight End was actually gonna take Travis Kelsey next in in honor of tight ends, but uh, he was taken. I mean, he's one of the he's changing the game of tight end. Uh, we've seen we've seen what he does, and he's on the Chiefs. He's got Patrick Mahomes, so uh, great pick. A little early for a tight end. That's that's kind of surprising. What do you think? Yeah, uh, again, it kind of goes back to the whole PPR thing um, because, I mean, Travis Kelsey, you know, he might lead the league in in targets and catches. He, he's that good. And with a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, nothing is out of the question. Do you think with a receiving core that the Chiefs has, you know, giving it to uh, Travis Kelsey this early, is that going to be a problem? Because I know he throws around everywhere. There's still Tyreek Hill. But what do you think? I don't know. I don't know if he's such a high draft pick. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that it matters just because of how good Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are. Uh, but you know, I would say their number one target is is you know Tyreek Hill A one A Travis Kelsey one B. Uh, they're, they're they're pretty much on the same playing field. So uh, last pick was Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Now Isaac, I'm gonna ask you this question because you know you're you're you know this kind of stuff. You're in the field of health and all that. Coming off of an injury and with fantasy football, especially with the running back position, how do you feel about that? I know Chris McCaffrey was taken, Saquon. Are you a little worried with the injury happened last year, or uh, you still think, you know what, they're still the two, one of the two best running backs in the game? Um, well, they're still both two of the best running backs in the game. Um, <clears throat> there's a little bit of a psychological factor coming back from an injury like that that you have to overcome um, before you're able to perform back where you were. Now, granted, these are two of the most elite athletes in the league, so that shouldn't be too much of a hurdle, but don't expect them to stumble a little bit through the first couple of weeks as they get back into the groove. Pump, what do you think? I agree with Isaac. Uh, the only downfall of Barkley is that it, it's been two years since he's finished an entire NFL season. Uh, and so, again, I like what Isaac said about the psychological fact. You know, I've had knee injuries. Obviously, we know a lot of people that have had knee injuries, and those first couple times out there, you know, you're, you're a little hesitant on it. Uh, but like Isaac said, I mean, Saquon Barkley is one of the most elite players in the league, so I think he'll be just fine. Uh, after him, Stephon Diggs goes. That's that's interesting to me because he, that means that he went before Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Uh, that is that is interesting for sure. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, my boy, he went to not Ben DiNucci. That is, uh, that's fitting. Uh, after him, I love Jonathan Taylor. That's a phenomenal pick. Uh, oh, your boy. Oh, that's, that's my dad. My dad picked Jonathan Taylor. Uh-oh. He's the 10th pick. Yeah, my, so my dad's in the league. That's pretty neat. Uh, did he do that on purpose? I think he's been listening to you. Oh, and, uh, he, he, know, he knows how I feel about uh, about old Jonathan Taylor. He goes Jonathan Taylor and then Tyreek Hill. That's For being in the 10th spot to get Jonathan Taylor and Tyreek Hill, I would feel really good about that if I were him. Yeah, and especially I think Jonathan Taylor's a good pick because right now we kind of don't know the quarterback situation in Indianapolis. We have this kind of three-way battle. Wentz got hurt, Jacob Easton, Sam Ellinger. So maybe Jonathan Taylor will get more touches for this this Indianapolis Colts team that has such a good line like they do with uh, with Quentin Nelson on it. Well, now, especially with the Carson Wentz injury, uh, you know, if they do have to play a Sam Ellinger or a Jacob Easton, you got to figure they're going to be toting the rock. And so a guy like Jonathan Taylor – He's got young, fresh legs, and, and after an incredible end of the season last year, he, he's going to be ready to go. Now, Stephon Diggs, I think, is also a great pick, like you said. And uh, the way you've been talking about the Bills and Josh Allen, I mean, it could happen. I, I agree. I think Steph, I think Stephon Diggs has, uh, has the upside to be the number one receiver this year, you know, ahead of a DeAndre Hopkins, who just got picked, uh, ahead of a Tyreek Hill, ahead of a Devontae Adams. 
Uh, but I, I really think that Josh Allen, I really honestly, I think he can win the MVP this year. And so to, to be the number one receiver in that offense is, is going to be good. So it's been a while since me and you have had a, had a pick. A lot of great players going by. What's yep. going through your head right now? What's the strategy? Well, you know, that, that's the thing. Uh, you, you, you can have a plan, uh, but if you pick at the beginning of the first round, you just got to sit back and, and wait and see what's what's there a couple of picks out because, you know, I mean, it's 20 picks until, until you pick, and so that makes it tough. Uh, but it really, as far as position goes, this early in the draft, you know, you could take a running back, you could take a receiver. Um, most of the time people don't take quarterbacks here, but, uh, you know, we'll see. So uh, the last pick was Najee Harris, running First back Pittsburgh. Ah, uh, a little early for a rookie. What do you think? It's bold. Um, here's the thing. He's probably sitting there thinking, okay, I really like Najee Harris. Uh, if I don't get him now, I can't get him later. Mm-hmm. And uh, with Big Ben and his health, the Steelers don't really know what we're thinking. It could be his last ride. Maybe he'll be giving it to him more. It's going to be interesting. How do you feel about the Steelers as a whole? Uh, you know, I, I feel better about the Steelers than I did uh, whenever you and I had our NFL preview episode. I think I was I was kind of low on them uh, at the time. But the more I look at it, I think the Steelers are going to be, you know, the Steelers are going to have a good defense. They've got an older quarterback, um, and, and they're going to they're gonna rely on Najee Harris. I, I truly believe that. All right. Well, I'm on the clock, there and my pick okay. is up. And uh, it's funny that Isaac Schley gave me this uh, advice and gave me this player because it's somebody that I've been high on, a team that I have put Uh-oh. all the chips Uh-oh. in. It. So uh, for our next pick, we're going Keenan Allen, Dude, receiver for I the like Chargers. That. I like that a lot. I actually. still think he's one of the best route runners in the NFL. And uh, if my prediction is correct, it's going to be a good team. Isaac, what did you think about taking Keenan Allen? Um, honestly, Keenan Allen, one of the best receivers in the game, like you said, one of the best route runners. But even more than that, uh, Justin Herbert finishing off last year incredibly strong. Expect Keenan Allen to finish strong as well. With Justin Herbert playing well, I think he's going to be a big target. So another question for you, Isaac, and uh, if people don't know, you're from Colorado. You're a Denver Broncos fan. Now, when we did our little NFL preview, we didn't talk a lot about the Broncos because we don't know too much. So give me a little insight. How do you feel about your Broncos this year? Do you think it'll do very well? You know, kind of been struggling at the quarterback position, but uh, what's going on? Um, well, it's going to be an interesting season for us for sure. Um, we've got a lot of players coming back healthy on defense, which is exciting. Um, a little bit of a quarterback battle brewing between – uh, Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Um, we've got a young rookie running back who looks really promising. He should be splitting some reps with um, our other running back. Can you help me out? <laughs> uh, you're talking about Melvin Gordon Melvin and Javante Gordon. Williams? Yeah. Yep. Javante Williams, who that's your guy, right? Yeah, we'll, really we'll, high we'll get into him later. Now, Isaac, you got a, the big win in the preseason against the Vikings, 33-6. to how do you feel about that? Do you take it seriously because it is preseason, or are you a little, does it make you excited showing how bad you did beat the Vikings? Um, right, right about in the middle. Um, it's a, obviously a good team win. It shows some uh, fight and some promise from the guys, but again, it's still the preseason. So the goal of the preseason is just to see uh, how everybody's performing and who's staying and who's getting cut, and I think that's what they got out of it, and you just came out in the win column. And then final question for the Broncos. In your opinion, who's your starting quarterback, Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater? Um, it's up in the air. I, I don't know if I could pick one right now. Drew Locke is currently the starter because he started last year. Teddy Bridgewater is in a new offense with a new team um, looking to fight for a spot and push Drew Locke. I think he was brought in to push Drew Locke. So I would expect Drew Locke to take the starting spot, and we'll see where it goes from there. So, Hump, A.J. Brown was just taken receiver for Tennessee. Well, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. 
we uh, we skipped my second pick. Uh, I didn't want to interrupt you guys talking, um, but I took Calvin Ridley uh, after Keenan Allen. I actually love Keenan Allen, but Calvin Ridley, I think he's going to be the number one guy with Julio Jones out of Atlanta. He's going to catch a lot of balls. Uh, I'm excited about that. Um, who, who went after him? Let's see. Calvin Ridley and then Antonio Gibson and A.J. Brown were picked. I'm back on the clock. Uh, 40 seconds here. I'm, I'm a little nervous. I don't know if I should go running back. I don't know if I should go receiver. I don't know. I might, I might go crazy right Uh-oh. here. Uh, let's see. So while- Just, I'm thinking Justin Jefferson or Joe Mixon is kind of my is kind of my dilemma at the moment. Uh, is Joe Mixon still in Cincinnati? Yeah. See, that's it's, that's the struggle. But is he going to be the workhorse? You know what I but mean. But the offensive line he's playing for, which did, had no improvement, it's it's tough. It is tough. It is tough. Uh, so I'm I'm actually I'm. I got him in my personal league. I think I am going to go Justin Jefferson here. So I'm loading up at receiver. Justin Jefferson and Calvin Ridley. That's going to be fun. Uh, I'm going. I'm going full full Vikings here. Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. Uh, that's bold. But, I don't know. And but, we saw their preseason game. We were just talking about the preseason game against the Broncos. They lost 33 ah, six. I'm, I'm not too worried about preseason. So we're up next, and uh, it's time. Team tight end takes the tight end. Okay. And uh, we're going with a young stud that even Travis Kelsey said, you know what, he might pass me up one day. He's that good, and we're high on him. And that's Darren Waller. I like it. Tight end for Las Vegas. Oh, Las Vegas. Such a nice name to it. The the Death Star. Uh, Isaac, as a tight end, you've been playing for a long time. What do you see in Darren Waller? Waller? And we asked this question last episode. The the tight end position, how is it changing, and uh, how do you feel about this big change? Um, well, the tight end position is changing in terms of guys are becoming more athletic and faster, jumping higher than they have in the past. Um, it's more of an athletic position than it was uh, being an extension of the offensive line now to being more of a receiving tight end like what you see with Travis Kelsey, um, Darren Waller, and some of these young guys coming into the league. Um, that said, with Darren Waller, things I see with him is he's freakishly athletic. He's really fast. Um, he's young, so he's still springy, and he certainly plays like it. And when he needs to get physical, he does. And Hump, speaking of tight ends, Kyle Pitts. Now, we've seen a lot of stuff about him. He's got the longest reach or uh, longest arm length, wingspan. But he's, uh, he's still a rookie. But a lot of highlights on him. He's been going out there balling. What do you think about where would you draft someone like Kyle Pitts? Well, I, you know, again, uh, in a league that has a tight end, you know, some leagues do it differently. But he's going to go earlier uh, tonight just because of his name and his, you know, his athleticism. But I don't, I wouldn't be shy from it uh, because I think, and you've, you've actually touched on this before, but I think that he's going to get used as a receiver uh, more than a tight end, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a good pick. Uh, he's just man, he's so big and so athletic. And a couple picks ago, I, I was about to mention it before your draft came up or your pick, uh, AJ Brown, yeah, Tennessee. Brown. How do you feel about that? He was a third round pick in our draft, but uh, with Julio Jones coming onto the team, is that is that scare you a little bit, or do you still think AJ Brown is the number one? Honestly, I, I it, it really doesn't matter. It's kind of like a Kansas City Chiefs one A one B type situation, but. You got to look at AJ Brown's numbers last year uh, with no help at receiver per se, and and obviously they're they're a run first team with a guy like Derrick Henry, um, but but I mean you know they're not going to be able to stack the box with Julio Jones and AJ Brown on the outside, and so I, I really think really think good things are coming from him. And you're still on the high as the Titans winning the AFC South. Yeah, so I'm, but remember, I actually picked the Colts. Oh, that's uh, right, that's yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, does that change with with what's going the injury, on with the Colts? The injury news is definitely alarming. Uh, I don't know if I would stick with that pick. 
Um, but uh, they're both going to be good. I think I think the Titans' offense it really boils down to what Ryan Tannehill is doing. If Ryan Tannehill can get the job done, uh, then then they have a shot to have a, a special year. So Isaac, another question for you while uh, everyone's thinking and, and going around. So we talked to you last training camp episode way, way back, and uh, the season's over. <clears throat> you won a national championship. You were a second team all Southland. You were preseason all whack. Talk to me about last season, how it went for you being the starting tight end for the Sam Houston Bearcats and just your overall experience in Huntsville, Texas. Boy, a lot of things to talk about. Um, just the experience of being a Bearcat, there was a lot of winning going on. Um, that was a unique experience for me. I haven't done a lot of winning in the past. That Georgetown never had a winning season. High school never had a winning season. So that certainly was uh, really exciting to start getting some wins. I got some targets as well. Um, felt I grew a lot as a player. Um, so that was just a big turnaround. It was definitely one of the most fun seasons I've been able to play in. And I came out with a ring on the other end, which is beyond exciting. Um, as for Huntsville, you know, Huntsville's growing on me. It's home for now. Um, it's better than it was when I got here. And, um, honestly, it's the people that are here. And when you're somewhere for a long time, it just starts to feel like home. And that's the nice part about it. But, uh, it is still Huntsville, Texas. So we'll see where I end up later on. Now, do you have a favorite memory from the season? There's so many things that uh, happened this year, but what's the one that pops into your mind? Um, well, quite a memorable season it was, Dalton, and um, we had some big victories in there. I'd say the most memorable was a big comeback win over JMU um, among one of the best teams in the country over the last decade, and being able to come back and win against them. Um, you know, JMU was the hated team on the East Coast, so for my four years of college at Georgetown, JMU was the team to beat, and I got a chance to play them and beat them. Um, after that, we got to go with South Dakota State, a national championship victory in the last seconds of the game, and then um, beating the best team of the decade in North Dakota State as well. God, such great memories. Hump, fill us back in. What's going on with the fantasy world while me and team tight end get some strategizing? So we had two uh, two Bears go off the board, Allen Robinson and David Montgomery. Uh, you know, with, with the emergence of Justin Fields, that, that might not be too bad. Uh, CeeDee Lamb goes after them before Amari Cooper I think that people are getting a little happy about these catches we're seeing in preseason well there's trade rumors with Amari Cooper maybe there's no trade rumors with Amari Cooper not happening Josh Jacobs is picked after him Uh, another another Las Vegas Raider picked and then uh, my dad goes Joe Mixon and the first quarterback goes off the board Patrick Mahomes and you know, first pick in the fourth round, that's uh, that's pretty good value for uh, the potential number one quarterback in the league. Uh, another pick that was taken was Robert Woods, yep. receiver, Los Angeles. I know you're big on Los Angeles. I was not. Talk to me about the Rams and uh, their offense. You know, they're not really known for that offense, but uh, we have Matthew Stafford coming in. So how do you feel about a player like Robert Woods? Well, I like it because Robert Woods has has put up numbers, but he's going to have the best quarterback that he's ever had. Uh, you know, Matthew Stafford does not get the credit he deserves because, I mean, he played on the lines. Uh, he's he's a lot better than Jared Goff, if you ask me. Um, and so I, I have big hopes for the... I have big hopes for the Rams this year, and and you know they lost Cam Akers, and so they're going to be relying on Daryl Henderson uh, at running back. But I really think that they're going to they're going to really rest our offense on on Matthew Stafford's arm throwing to Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. And you still have the Rams winning the division and going pretty far in the playoffs. Yeah, I do, I do. Uh, you know, I had them. I believe I had them going to the NFC title game and losing to the Cowboys. You know, I that's a that's 
Uh, that's kind of a fluid statement, but I definitely think they're going to have a good year. Uh, that defense is special. You know, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, they're, they're, they're going to win football games. So, Hump, your pick's coming up in a little bit. What are you I thinking? Uh, i got to get a running back here, honestly. Well, hold on. Actually, before you go, team tight end is on the board. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, there we go. We're going to pull somebody up. So, J.K. Dobbins is gone. Chris Carson has gone. Mike Evans, Terry McLaren. And I just mentioned Daryl Henderson, and now team tight end is up. All right, so we saw a quarterback get picked, and uh, we're going to follow suit. And uh, it's not Aaron Rodgers, unfortunately. Whoa! You beat a lot of big talk there, buddy. I'm here to win. Team tight end wants to win this. We are the underdogs. And uh, there's a guy that's kind of considered the underdog a little bit. I mean, maybe not this year, but last year. And uh, you want you say he might win the Super Bowl? Either you know, give me a table because I'm about to jump through it. Josh Allen, quarterback for Buffalo. Yeah, I think you guys really just looked at my personal draft and are just picking all the players that I took. So I mean, it's a good strategy because because I'm good at what I do. I mean, listening to the fantasy corner every day and every t- every time we film an episode, you you learn stuff, and uh, I think I, I it's mean, a great idea. Josh Allen's going to go crazy, and uh, Stephon Diggs, that's a nice little duo right there. No, I, I like the pick. Uh, I think I think that that is going to bode well for you guys. Um, dude, the running backs are very, very, very thin. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let's see who I'm thinking. It's my. <laughs> I'm nervous, guys. I, I I've got I've got 56 seconds here. I don't really know what to do, but, uh, oh, man. Honestly, I really kind of came into this wanting to do something a little new, a new strategy. Uh, this is this is going to be my fun league this year. I'm still probably going to win it. Uh, I'm not too worried about that. <laughs> um, Isaac's laughing at me, but I'm, I'm going to go – I'm going to go way against what I believe in. I'm going to take a Detroit Lions running back right here, DeAndre Swift. You know, young, gonna gonna get the ball a lot. I would think the Lions are going to suck. Uh, and but in terms of fantasy football, that's not always uh, a bad thing because that just means they're having to try and score a lot. Man, I feel so bad for the Detroit Lions. Do you think Jared Goff is going to be able? And I think we talked about this in the preview. But do you think Jared Goff is going to be able to save this Lions team? Uh, short answer: No, he, he's not. I'm not a Jared Goff guy. I honestly think the Lions would be lucky to win more than two games this year. I think them and the Houston Texans are going to be by far the worst teams in the NFL. Uh, and I mean that, you know, anything better than that would would truly surprise me. Are we still banking that the Houston Texans are the worst team? I saw a tweet come out. They're making the bets already, and Houston has the highest, uh, you know, bet to be the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, I would I would definitely slam that bet. Um, I, I think that I think that without without Deshaun Watson, and I definitely don't expect him to play. I think that they are. Uh, I think they're going to be terrible, to tell you the truth. Well, your boy Amari Cooper just got picked, yep. and the next pick was Mark Andrews, tight end for Baltimore. Yep. Now Mark Andrews, the Ravens. They're not known to pass the ball, but when they do, they throw it to Mark Andrews. Is he one? Is he a steal when it comes to fantasy football? Well, you know. Um, I wouldn't use the word steal, but I definitely think he's one of the top tight ends. Uh, you know, a guy like him is going to get a lot of love from a guy like Lamar Jackson uh, in, a, in a run-first offense. Obviously, the tight end is looked at a lot. It is my pick. Ladies and gentlemen, if I didn't have a Dallas Cowboy on my team, would it really be fantasy football? The time has come. Uh, I wasn't able to get him in my personal league, so tonight I made sure of it. I'm taking Dakota Rain Prescott, the 2021 Comeback Player of the Year. Go ahead and mark it. But, uh, yeah, you're coming home, Dak Prescott. You're playing for Jerry's Yacht Club. Well, uh, team tight end is up, and uh, we're looking for a running back, and you said it best yourself. Not a lot of players left in that little bracket. 
Um, but we got a guy that uh, I think we both feel confident in. He's a, he's a 49er, and his name is Raheem Mozart. Uh, look, man, I think that the, the offense that San Francisco is going to run, if Trey Lance is a the quarterback, there's going to be a lot of running. And I think uh, we could see a lot of option stuff. So I think uh, I think this is going to be a, it could be a steal. I'm feeling excited about it. Uh, but man, the running back position right now is very low when it comes to potential picks. So uh, Dak Raheem Mostert. Oh my God! I didn't know you'd actually do it. I hate that pick. Honestly, here's my here's my problem with Raheem Mostert. Okay, I think he's a great talent. But if you look at his history. Kind of a little injury prone, and they just drafted Trey Sermon, who, as college football fans, we know is a, is a young, up and coming guy. But the only positive on Raheem Mostert's, uh, you know, his upside, he's in a contract year. So if he wants to get that big paycheck, he's going to have to play good this year. And, you know, like you mentioned, San Francisco 49ers are a uh, run heavy team, and they, they can tote that thing. And I think I'm banging on the fact that Trey Lance and, and the style that Kyle Shanahan wants to run, we could see a lot of tricky things. I know Matt LaFleur has the same style in Green Bay, and they like to motion a lot of people, run people around everywhere, and do some crazy stuff. I think it could happen. And, and you talk about Trey Sermon, but if I'm correct, he's coming off an ACL injury from college, right? Uh, I'm pretty not, sure not this last year. He's not this not, last I year. So. I, I, well, I, I, he got hurt in the national championship. I can't remember what it was, but I don't think it was an ACL. So it could be a factor, but uh, I, I'm I'm sticking with it. But like you said, the running back room was kind of kind of dry, so we just had to pick somebody. Uh, a name that I saw in the running back room that I want to ask you about is Travis Etienne Jr. Now, Trevor Lawrence, the Jaguars. How do you feel about Travis Etienne? I know he was uh, Trevor Lawrence's teammate, but uh, you have another guy in the Jags you're high on. What do you think about taking him? Well, I like the pick. Um, here's the only issue. James Robinson is is still on the roster. He is still alive and well, and, and he had the most yards from scrimmage from an undrafted rookie free agent of all time. And So I don't think that they are going to just completely shut him out. Um, but, you know, you spend a first rounder on Travis Etienne, so you're obviously going to use him. Um, you know, to say that Trevor Lawrence probably didn't have a lot to do with that pick is silly. Uh, you know, college teammates, obviously, they'd had a lot of success together, but I think for years to come, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to have a young and exciting offense. And uh, we, we, I ask you every time, are you still? Uh, is your belief that not this year? Two years. Not next two years. year. Two years. It's happening. And they're two years away. They're two years away from being a very relevant team in the NFL. So why wrong? Oh, Julio Jones just got picked, and uh, I, that could be that potentially could be a big steal, depending on is Julio Jones back and he's in still, the fifth round. Yeah. If I'm getting a guy like Julio Jones, I really think that that is a phenomenal pick. What a, and I see another name on here, and you know I don't know if I'm giving away your your fantasy strategy here, but we see Jamar Chase, Cincinnati. Now, Joe Burrow's kind of messed up. He's, he even said in an interview he's been struggling with his injury, and uh, he feels like he's not the same. He's trying to get back to regular shape. Jamar Chase, talk to me about this play. Well, here's the thing, Dalton. I, I, I just said that, you know, just because you're not on a good NFL team doesn't mean you're not on a good fantasy football team. And I think the Cincinnati Bengals fit that category. Look, the Bengals aren't winning their division. But they're going to have a talented enough offense to be able to compete uh, with with trying to score with some of these teams. And so a guy like Jamar Chase, a guy like Tyler Boyd, a guy like Joe Burrow, those guys are going to put up fantasy football numbers. So uh, the the last pick was Kyle Pitts. We talked about him. I guess we'll see. That could be a, that could be a steel hump. And all the rookies, and I don't know if I've asked you this before, but in your opinion, who's going to have the best fantasy numbers 
out of the rookies? Man, I, it's hard not to pick Najee Harris just because of the, the amount of workload that that guy is going to get uh, being the number one running back in, uh, in Pittsburgh. But, you know, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, those guys are obviously very relevant. I, I really think, and, you know, I'm high on this guy. Obviously, I've mentioned it, but I really think that that Javante Williams is going to have a great year. I don't think that Melvin Gordon is the guy anymore. Um, I think that I think that they drafted Javante Williams with a plan, uh, and that plan is to eventually take over and be the guy. So Adam Thielen was just taken, and uh, you're you're high on your Minnesota Vikings. Apparently, I, I picked I two of them tonight. Now with Justin Jefferson, does Adam Thielen's draft stock drop? A hundred percent, and that's why he's getting picked so late. Because last year Adam Thielen was a perennial third or fourth rounder, uh, but. You know, Adam Thielen is is on the back end of his career, I would say, and Justin Jefferson is that guy. But here's the thing about Adam Thielen. He's a red zone target. I mean, he, he's going to get his touches in the red zone, and, and obviously that equates to touchdowns, and that's that's a big part of fantasy football. And, and so, um, you know, I, I, I'm not scared of him. Uh, obviously, if you get him late, that's a good pick. Uh, but, you know, I don't, I don't see him beating out Justin Jefferson this season. So while we were talking on that, our first defense was taking the Buccaneers okay, defense. Okay, okay, okay. Uh-oh. The sixth round for a defense, I, I'm thinking maybe he messed up on that pick, surely to God. Uh, that was a that was an error on clicking because, I mean, I, I, I don't plan on taking a defense for about ten more rounds. Uh, so that is, whoo, man, that's bad. Well, how do you feel about a defense? Because does a defensive, you know, when it comes to fantasy, does it affect, can it change the game very much? No, it can't. Uh, the, math, the math says that most defenses are pretty similar uh, to each other as far as, you know, point differential, you know. The best defense is going to score better than the 15th-ranked defense, but the difference in the 5th and the 6th-ranked, eh, not that much. So that is, a, <laughs> that is a very expensive pick for a defense. So, Isaac, another question for you while uh, while we get to – oh, well, hold on. Justin Herbert was just taken. Whoa, the Justin future Herbert. MVP of the NFL. You heard it here. <laughs> so, Isaac, question for you, uh, and this is more your personal story. Uh, you just finished your last training camp in, in, in college, you're, you're a super, super senior. You finally finished it out. How's it feeling? I, I know training camp is, is tough for everybody, but a lot of good memories are made during training camp, and uh, that was it. Well, what's going through your mind, especially that last day? Um, like you said, I'm a super, super senior. It's a blessing to be here for a sixth year. That doesn't happen very often. Um, I'm not going to lie. This has been one of the easiest camps I've been through, um, whether that's the coaching staff changing things or the NCAA rule changes, but... Um, the amount of volume I put on my body this camp and the damage I took was a lot less. Honestly, as a team, we're way healthier than any other team I've seen come out of camp. Um, so I'd say this training camp was very successful. Um, I feel good. I don't feel as old as the depth chart will say I am. Um, <laughs> so that's good. But certainly this was a short, easy training camp, easier than in the past, and um, I'm excited for this team. All right, well, team tight end is up, and uh, we decided we're going to go with a receiver. Of course, that's the uh, – uh, all right, hold on, Hum. You you fill in. I got to do some strategizing here. Okay, so uh, we actually – we just got our pizza. Uh, and, and I think if you have a fantasy football draft and you don't order pizza, is it really a fantasy football draft? Because um, I think – I just – I'm a full believer in uh, in pizza on Sundays. And so I, that's that's one of the many traditions that I had growing up. Watching football with my dad, it was a big deal that we always ordered pizza – to watch the games throughout the day and keep up with our fantasy football. Um, and so, you know, uh, we got pizza for 
me, Dalton, and, and Isaac, and uh, it, it really feels like it's football season. All right, well, uh, I got some pizza questions for you then. Okay, but uh, okay. we got our pick. Uh, we were going to go with Cooper Cup, but I think he got taken he while did. we were he talking. Did. So uh, uh, the dreaded walk to the board and the name's not there. Yeah. Anymore. So in honor uh, of in honor of Isaac and the Denver Broncos, <sighs> we're gonna go with uh, Jerry Judy. Oh, okay. Uh, I like that. You know, I was talking to him and I was saying Cortland Cortland Sutton. Maybe he seems to be the guy in Denver, but uh, there seems to be some ACL problems. I, and, uh, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna agree with you. I think that the consensus is that Cortland Sutton is gonna be the guy. I personally believe that Jerry Judy is gonna be the guy, and I think that he's gonna be the guy because. They want him to be the guy. They spent a first-rounder on him. Corlin Sutton, you know, he's a little older in his career. Uh, and Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy's a stud. Uh, so I think I think that the, that's going to go really well um, for for them. Uh, but it's my pick now. Uh, I got, I really, oh, man, I got to get a running back, honestly. I'm pretty pretty steep uh, at running back. So a couple names on the board. Let's see. Mike Davis, Miles Gaskin, Kareem Hunt, Chase Kareem Edmonds. Kareem Hunt, man, that's – that's a tough one. Kareem Hunt uh, on any other team in the NFL uh, would be a top ten pick, but because he's behind Nick Chubb, it's honestly it, it's tough to take him. Hey, I'm gonna go crazy here. I, I'm pretty much just riding on like two teams this year, but I've already got one Atlanta Falcon. Why not make it two? Give me Mike Davis, the the cheapest bell cow back in the league. Um, I, I really think that he's not getting talked about enough, to tell you the truth. Uh, but I'm I'm excited about this pick, Mike Davis. Uh, and <laughs> he filled in for Christian McCaffrey last year. He did really well, uh, and so I, I think that's going to be good. Mike Davis, Atlanta, Atlanta as a whole. Hey, again, again though, I, I'm 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 drafting a lot of teams here that aren't that great at football, but that doesn't mean that they won't be valuable in fantasy football. And I think Atlanta falls under that category. Uh, and speaking of Atlanta again, quarterback Atlanta problems. Matt Ryan, what a, I know we've asked this before, but is this his last year or is this the last run? I think next year, I think next year they draft a quarterback. I think that they would have drafted Trey Lance had that made it to him. Um, but obviously he got picked before that, so they had to had to go ahead and pull the trigger on Kyle Pitts, which is which is gonna be a great pick. I, I think that's gonna pan out nicely. Um but uh yeah, Matt Ryan, you know, I think that his days are dwindling. Uh, but great career, you know. If he would have won that Super Bowl, he's probably a Hall of Famer. But if you ask me, uh, I, I don't think that he is a a super. Or, excuse me, a Hall of Famer. Um, oh, it's my pick. I'm, I'm panicking here. Having to talk and draft at the same time is honestly. I know so a little stressful. little out of your ballpark. I, here. I know. I, usually, I am so like you know analytics, analytics, analytics. But uh, here, I'm, I'm having to kind of kind of go on the fly. I know team tied in over here. We're panicking and rushing. Javante Williams quick. went the pick before me. That was my pick. Uh, I am so disappointed in that. But uh, that's funny here, you say that. We were actually going to steal him as well. We yeah, were well, that, that was going to be my pick. Uh, oh, our boy Benjamin Soros just commented and said, "There goes Javante. Hump's heart is crushed," and that is true. <laughs> Sports of SHU. Thank you for the shout out. Uh, honestly, I am going to go running back again right here. Just because I am so weak at running back, we've been talking about him. But give me Kareem Hunt. I know wow. I just I know I just said that he's behind Nick Chubb, but I feel like Kareem Hunt in the seventh round is 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 pretty solid. Yeah, and that's going to be a two headed monster in Cleveland. Uh, I'm excited for the Cleveland Browns this year and what they're Cleveland Browns. Do. Let's talk about them. Well, hold on, because our pick. Okay, is your up. pick. I'm gonna let you do your pick. And we I'm have our pick ready. ready, already ready to go. We're going to another tight end, team tight end, and uh, you got to have a Packer on the team. So who else? Then Big Bob, Robert Tanyan, red zone threat. 
I mean, he had the most touchdowns in the NFL. He's a freak. He uh, He's not going to get a lot of yards in the game, but uh, he's going to score. And I think he's a great tight end, too, behind Darren Waller. And uh, we can go week by week, depending on the matchup. And uh, he could definitely be a threat, especially now that Devontae Adams is finally being shown as who he is. And uh, Aaron Rodgers is back, of course. So we're going Robert Tanyan, tight end, Green Bay Packers. So, Dalton, let me ask you this. Let me, let me, let me just ask you this. So... Okay, I'm sitting here looking at it. You guys are using a tight end at your flex position. Is that correct? That's what it looks like right now. Mm-hmm. It's a bold strategy. I know I'm talking to two two tight ends, but it is that is what we would call a bold strategy in the industry. Well, I'm thinking, and we've been talking about it, and that's the change in the tight end position. This new era, this new you know type of tight end. They're basically receivers at this point. They're gonna get. We see Travis Kelsey. He's been leading. If not leading top five in receiving yards the entire NFL season, and Darren Waller, this young gun, and Robert Tanya in the red zone threat, and I know, in uh, I know how important touchdowns are when it comes to fantasy points. Uh, it definitely helps out a lot, and uh, he could just be a backup for now. We could find a flex later, but I think this is a good idea. It's a good choice. Uh, two really good tight ends. Isaac, what do you think? Um, yeah, the tight end position is changing. It's becoming more of a receiver. Um, it may be a bold strategy, but when you when you look at it and Travis Kelsey's leading the league in receiving yards, that's a lot of fantasy points. Um, and two years ago, when Darren Waller was just starting to break out, he did put up some big fantasy points games. Um, I couldn't tell you what he did last year. I didn't get to play last year. But um, when I did play with him, he was a, a game changer on and off, and I expect him to be more consistent this year. And then following it up with Tanyan, um, red zone threat touchdown points are still points. Those are important. So Well, and here's, here's one thing to think about, and, and my league does this. So actually in my league, we don't have a tight end slot. We have receiver tight end flexes. And, and, and here's why we do that, because the, the, the tight end position is changing. Those are receivers. They're, I don't – why is why is Travis Kelsey, you know, in a different uh, positional value than than Stephon Diggs? Because they're they're from a statistical standpoint, they're the same person. They're mm-hmm. the same person. And I don't know why. I don't know why we have a tight end slot because it's it to me it's unfair for the guy that gets Travis Kelsey for the guy that gets Darren Waller compared to the guy that has to use the twelfth tight end because the twelfth tight end is probably like the fifty or sixtieth ranked receiver. And also, I don't, I don't remember because I didn't do fancy last year, but I think you can uh, tell us. Taysom Hill wasn't he qualified as a tight end last year? Early, early on, and, and the first week that he was going to play starting quarterback, a lot of people bent the rules and and put Taysom Hill at tight end. Um, so another tight end that got picked was Mike Jacecki, yep. Miami, and uh, we saw the weapons that Miami has now. Mike Jacecki in Miami. What uh, what do you think about Miami? Well, I I did I was able to watch Tua um, this last preseason game. I think it was yesterday, and he looked he actually looked okay. And and I actually sent you a picture because I know you're Mr. Tight End, but I sent you a video of of a bomb uh, being thrown to Mike Jacecki. And so who knows? Maybe Miami's uh, offense is going to be really exciting this year. So um, Odell Beckham, another pick, another questionable pick. Not my pick. favorite. Not my favorite. Uh, I think I, again, Isaac talked about injuries. I think that Odell. I think Odell was made off of one catch. If you want my honest opinion, I think if he doesn't make that catch years ago against the Dallas Cowboys, I don't think that he is considered uh, the player that he is today. And uh, another question for you. And this is we're talking Houston, but Houston has a running back room now. There's some Philip Lindsay who had a really good year, and uh, a couple others. David Mark, Johnson, Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram. David Johnson. What's your idea? What, what's your thought when it comes to teams 
with a room like that, just like the Cowboys with their receiver room. Is it smart to take a guy like that, knowing that other teams are going to or other players going to get touches, or probably stay away from something like that? Well, receiver room uh, on a team that's going to chunk the rock, not worried uh, because that, like I said, they're going to chunk the rock. Um, running back room uh, on a team that they're going to give everybody carries, very, very, very big red flag. You don't want to take those guys. You want the guys that are closer to a bell cow type player. Uh, and so I am I am very much fading anyone on the Houston Texans running back roster. Um, but yeah, you, you know, you want you, here's the thing. You can't score fantasy points if you don't get opportunities. And so opportunities is, is one of the bigger fantasy metrics that I look at when I'm drafting a team. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, Houston Texans running back. No, thank you. Miles Gaskin, running back Miami, another Miami pick. Uh, and we just talked about the receiving core that Miami has. What about the running back room? Do you think uh, not a smart move, given that they're probably going to be thrown a lot? Well, I, I so I like Gaskin. Uh, I, I hope that the Miami Dolphins like him as much as I do, uh, because I think that, especially in a PPR league from a fantasy standpoint, he's going to catch balls out of the backfield. And so I'm high on him. Uh, that was my dad's pick. You know, me and him had him last year in a league. And so uh, I, I think that that's going to go good. And I think the Dolphins can be good. They're they're a they're a borderline playoff team, if you ask me. Ryan Tannehill was the last pick by, and I don't know which one it is, but their team name is not Ben DiNucci. You know, Ben DiNucci, our, our best friend of Walk On Radio. Ryan Tannehill. Now, I don't know all the quarterbacks have been drafted, but Ryan Tannehill seems pretty hot. There's other good quarterbacks. What do you think his strategy was taking someone like Ryan Tannehill? Well, his strategy is that they have A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, and Derrick Henry. That's, that's really the only strategy there is. Ryan Tannehill is, is a good performing quarterback. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. And with weapons like that, I mean, getting off the bus with three of the most athletic, freakish humans in the NFL, that's a good start. So Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, what can go wrong with the Titans? And that is their defense. I don't defense. know. I don't know what can go wrong, honestly. They don't have a defense. Okay, and they don't so, have a defense. That's unless fair. they're scoring 60 points a game, they man, they're going they to they're gonna have to hold on for dear life. They might. Don, let's talk about the pizza. We, we, you, you said you were going to come back to it. Um, pizza and football is like oxygen and people. I think that they go hand in hand. I've never been a wing guy for pizza or for football. Excuse me. I think pizza is the ultimate sport watching food. If you ask me, what do you think? You know, I uh, I love pizza, and it, it's funny you say that is because Thanksgiving we kind of started this tradition. In my family, where one time we did Thanksgiving have, pizza. Yeah, we did. <laughs> that is one I've never heard, and one I want to be a part of. We were a little late when it came to. Can getting, I come to Alvin, Texas, for Thanksgiving? Course. Okay, we were a little late to to get the food ready. So you said, you know what, we're <laughs> just gonna get a pizza, and watch awesome. NFL football. That's awesome. It was a great time. Uh, Isaac, I have a question for you because this was asked a long time ago during our Super Bowl episode. I asked if you had any Super Bowl traditions. You kind of had you had a couple, but uh, you know it was your dad said it was mostly sit down, watch football, and nobody talked to the we're, family. We're no we're no party family when it comes to football. I'm not I'm not trying to entertain 20 people while I'm trying to watch the Dallas Cowboys go eight and eight. Oh, good lord! So Isaac, <laughs> do you have any Super Bowl traditions or any go to foods? Something you did as a kid? Do you have anything like that? Um, the Super Bowl is a he's chewing here. We're all eating pizza. <laughs> it's like live on the air eating pizza. It's that good pizza too. Um, no, the Super Bowl is kind of a big deal. We plan a lot of things around it. Um, we usually have some people over, and one of the big things we like to do is uh, 
make some queso dip, um, melt some Velveeta cheese down, throw some salsa in there. Um, if you're feeling really ambitious, throw some ground hamburger in there, and that's honestly one of my favorite football snacks ever. So um, talking about food and football, that's the one I think of. And uh, you got to – and I don't, we may have asked this during your training camp episode, but you did get to experience a Denver Broncos Super Bowl win. And uh, I've experienced a Super Bowl win with the Packers. You know, I'm, we're waiting on that. What was that feeling like as a fan getting to watch your team finally capture a Super Bowl? Um, well, I cried when we lost the one two years before that. So. By the way, by the way, sorry to interrupt you. It is your guys' pick. Oh, no, good I, Lord. You, I, I felt like you guys were missing it. Okay, yeah, we, we miss definitely it. were missing it. Let me let me let me interject on the Super Bowl talk. You guys make your pick. Well, we are already ready. Oh, we, we oh, got, you we got, the got your pick. You we taking a, the you cube. taking a third tight end or? I wish. Okay. okay. Uh, we've been talking about Miami, okay. and uh, they drafted a man that we're very high on. Okay. We're very excited for. Uh, possible flex, we don't okay. know yet. We're okay. going Jalen Waddle, okay. uh, rookie, little 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 hard pick, but uh, you saw what he did for Alabama. I think it's a great pick, and uh, really excited. Thank you for the reminder. You could have been a little little menace and not said nothing. Hey, I've been there, done that. I don't I don't need any extra handouts on uh, you know whatever. But uh, it is now my pick. Uh, I probably I don't know. This is uh, I'm going to get a receiver. I think. Uh, a lot of oh, I got a lot of bye week number sevens. That's another thing you got. You got to worry about the bye week every once in a while. Uh, but I've always believed if you if there's a guy that you like, you you need to get you need to get who you want. Let's see. So we're looking at the board right now, and it's getting uh, it's getting it's getting slim, boys. Getting very thin. Getting getting slim. All right, I'm gonna take De- Deontay Johnson. Uh, I think Deontay Johnson in, in a PPR league is gonna get a lot of catches from Ben Roethlisberger from the Steelers this year. Uh, you know, Juju kind of fell off last season. Chase Claypool kind of emerged, but I, I really like what I see out of De- Deontay Johnson. Now, how do you feel about you? You just picked Deontay Johnson with Chase Claypool. He's another guy that kind of broke out yep. last year. Had a had a good season. Does that not worry you at all? Uh, it, you know, like I said, uh, a receiver room worries me a lot less than uh, a running back room because a running back room. They're, they're, they're handing it to one guy at a time. Receivers, you know, you might put three or four guys on the field at one time. Uh, and so, no, that, it doesn't, doesn't really worry me all that much. So going back to uh, Brandon Ayuk was just taking uh, Isaac. We were talking about Super Bowl. So tell me what you were feeling when, uh, when, when you got that dub. Oh, yeah. Um, well, like I said, I cried when we lost the Super Bowl two years before that. So um, talk about a roller coaster. We were back on top. Um, we had to drag Peyton Manning through that one with the defense. So a <laughs> uh, little bit of a painful season, but um, about as exhilarating as our national championship run. A lot of close games, a lot of defense pulling through. Um, so it was certainly fun to watch. And uh, you know what? I, I ditched class the next day and went downtown for the parade. And, uh, oh, did you go to the parade? Absolutely. Oh, and that was so man. much fun. I spent I, the whole day there. Honestly, I, Isaac... <laughs> I I envy that, um, and, I, and I know we're joking, but seriously, I when I see fan and fan bases, you know, get together and have those parades, you know, you always see the Patriots over the years. I it sounds it sounds dramatic, but I do envy that. I want to be a part of that. Uh, I, you know, when the Mavericks won it in the NBA, they, they don't mean near as much to me as as the Dallas Cowboys do. But that was really cool. I was I was. At an NBA Finals game, and so just to experience that in the city of Dallas was awesome. I cannot, uh, I mean, I can't fathom what that would be like if the Dallas Cowboys were to win a Super Bowl. Okay, Hump, Cowboys win the Super Bowl. My prediction was correct. Uh, the parade is on a Monday. Okay, and Coach Keeler says, "Hey, oh, everybody, no, uh, let me let me go ahead and stop you." Um, 
It's like my fourth or tenth year at Sam Houston State. I'm probably missing practice that day. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'll I'll do the extra running, uh, but that is that is definitely a no miss uh, situation for me. <laughs> so we're looking here at the res- my pick. I've got 25 seconds. I'm nervous. I'm stressed. I don't know what to do, Dalton. Um, man, I don't have a tight end yet, but that's that's okay. That's okay. I don't know that I want one right now. Um, man, this is tough. Receiver. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, not a lot of receivers left. Uh, there's a couple. I took Michael Carter. Michael Carter, rookie running back out of North Carolina. Uh, he's not my favorite running back out of North Carolina. His name is Javante Williams. Uh, but I think the Jets are going to, again, not be a good team, but be an okay fantasy team because they're always playing from behind. Michael Carter, maybe mixed with uh, Zach Wilson, he, he's going to be all right. So uh, team tight end is up, and uh, we're looking at a guy – Isaac pointed it out for me. I never even heard of this man, but he's very high on him. And, uh, you know, one answer to why we're going to take – are we taking him? Are we pulling the trigger? Third I think tight we're going to take him. No, not a third okay. tight end. Okay. Um, we're looking at LaVisco Chenault Jr. Ooh, um, ooh, he like did that. have some breakout games like as a rookie. That. They're bringing in a better quarterback than what they had in uh, Trevor Lawrence, and so I would expect him to get a lot of targets. All right, so we're going to pull the trigger on that one. And uh, that, that's kind of like a home pick. A, a player that no one's ever heard of comes in there. and uh, Big Jacksonville guy. Team tight end, though. We look pretty guy. good right now. Uh, Michael Thomas was just taken. Hump. Michael Oof. Thomas round Oof. nine. Isn't that crazy no where thanks. he started from? No and now he's round nine. A year ago at this time, he was a perennial, perennial number one receiver taken, possible first rounder across the nation. That's how it was. Uh, and this year, obviously a much, much different story. So another player on the board right now, which it's tough, and this is your boy, Antonio Brown, mm, your favorite. Not my boy. Uh, now we talked about this <laughs> uh, last boy. episode. Is he still, uh, you know, if he's there, he's there. If not, whatever. What kind of what kind of player is Antonio Brown? Because remember, he was once the greatest receiver of the decade. Well, uh, yeah, receiver of the decade, and then he kind of fell off of the deep end. Uh, but the talent's there, and, and, and with, a, with an entire offseason uh, working with Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, throwing to you, I honestly think that he can outperform where he's getting drafted in fantasy football drafts. And, and you know, they've got, they've got Chris Godwin, they've got Mike Evans, they've got Leonard Fournette, they've got Ronald Jones, a lot of these weapons, Rob Gronkowski. But I think that it, Antonio Brown can find his niche in this offense and, and make it work. Man, I, I, I'm really worried for the New Orleans Saints. I had them dead last in our in our preview. I got a lot of hate from my fr- uh, friends. Shout out Juan Henry, big-time New Orleans Saints fan. It's just tough, man. Isaac, let me ask you this question. I know you're eating pizza. I'll kind of uh, I'll delay this question a little bit. But you have two quarterbacks right now, Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. Taysom Hill, you're more running back, quarterback, kind of d- does it all. He was that Swiss Army knife. And then you have Jameis Winston, who threw for 30, and threw 30 picks, but had crazy numbers, like elite numbers, just take away the picks. If you're the head coach slash general manager, who's your starting quarterback for the Saints? Um, well, right now I think both of them are just a stopgap till they're able to draft a guy who they think is really their long-term guy. Um, they really showed that they value um, – I'm sorry. They really showed they value both quarterbacks. Um, they kept Jameis Winston around, um, but I think it's going to be 
I'm sorry. It was, Taysom Hill? I think it's going to be Taysom Hill. They uh, gave him a big contract. He's valuable either way, whether he's playing quarterback or whether he's playing um, what I guess is a modern H position. But I think it'll probably be Taysom Hill. He's just going to be a stopgap. He's got a lot of money in his pocket. And then after that, they'll be looking for the next real quarterback they want in there for long term. And Hump, what do you feel about that situation? I think that Isaac is right when they say that they both value those guys, especially Taysom Hill, who they're paying a lot of money. Here's my argument to that. I think that Taysom Hill is better when he's not the full-time quarterback. I think his element of surprise is what makes him successful. And so I do think that Jameis Winston will start uh, at quarterback. And honestly, that's good for Alvin Kamara. You know, you guys picked him. Taysom Hill hurts Alvin Kamara. He truly does because that's that's taking away goal line carries uh, for a guy that is very, very, very touchdown heavy. Uh, and so, you know, it would be y'all's best interest that Jameis Winston is the starting quarterback. So Kenyon Drake was just taken, uh, running back for Las Vegas. You know, they have Josh Jacobs. Uh, what's your opinion on uh, Kenyon Drake and, and the Raiders overall? I think there's a reason that Kenyon Drake got ran out of Arizona, and I think it's because he's really not that great. Uh, I, I think that, you know, he is going to play second fiddle all year to Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is a guy that isn't talked about as much as he should be. I think that I think that really where he's getting drafted in the fantasy football drafts, I think that he's going to exceed expectations. So uh, we're, we're looking at some picks here, and a name popped up. His name is Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we haven't covered preseason because it's kind of happened, and uh, we'll definitely get into it more next uh, episode. But I don't know if you saw, but Justin Fields had himself a day. He looked, uh, and, he looked uh, spicy, for sure. The Red Rocket is still the starting quarterback as of now. So if you're a fantasy guy, do you take the risk and draft someone like Justin Fields, or uh, do you hold back because and maybe get him later? What, what do you think about that? Honestly, um, you know, a quarterback needs to be a pretty secure position. Uh, and so taking a chance on a guy like that, it's risky. Uh, but if you wanted to do it later in the draft, uh, you know, go right ahead. But don't don't plan on him being your starting quarterback week one. And uh, talking about preseason, Hump, any, uh, any teams been surprising you? I know we talked about the Broncos getting a dominant win over the Vikings. Now, of course, it's preseason. Backups are going in. Uh, once you go, and I got I got a little something too that I saw in preseason. Oh yeah, well, well I know where you're going. Oh, with that. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you bring it up. But man, Dalton, I don't pay a lot of attention uh, for preseason unless it is rookies. I, I like to see what the rookies can do. You know, Javante Williams impressed me. Patrick Certain on the defensive side of the ball impressed me. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence he looked good. Justin Fields looked good. But ah, dude, like the Cowboys have looked bad, and that doesn't even I'm not even batting an eyelash at that because Zeke's not playing, Amari's not playing, Dak's not playing. So. You know, I mean, okay, we proved that the Dallas Cowboys are not good at third string. You know, that, that's all we've proved. So I don't, I don't pay much attention to it. I don't put much stock into it. But Dalton, go ahead and talk about what I, what I know you're going to say next. Well, Packers preseason the game, we got murdered by the Houston Texans, which you know is tough for me being with all my Texans friends. But we got our first look at Jordan Love, and oh, oh no, uh, he. He looks kind of good. Uh, he looks kind of uh, yeah. good. He was throwing it around. He was throwing some tight throws, some some rough ones. He was on the money. Oh my! We and I'm a big hater. I'm still a hater until it, it comes true. But uh, have we found the next quarterback in the dynasty? Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love. What? <laughs> Wait, what's going on? I don't look. This is what this is what I think. We just offered Aaron Rodgers. To be the the tied highest paid quarterback with Patrick Mahomes, which is like five hundred million, so the the offices obviously see something's wrong with Jordan Love, right? But he comes out and has himself a great game. He throws for about like one thirty, has a touchdown. 
So I don't know, man. I, I'm excited. Of course I want Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback until the wheels fall off. But uh, this makes me excited. Humph, what do you think? What did you think about Jordan Love? Dalton, you know what I think about Jordan Love? <laughs> Garbage. I think Jordan Love is not the long-term answer. I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the Packers draft another quarterback next season. Uh, just because... Aaron Rodgers is not here to stay. This is officially the last dance. You can go ahead and mark it. Not necessarily. I don't care what anybody you've read, you've heard, you've talked to the Packers owners. Aaron Rodgers is done in Green Bay. Uh, And I don't believe that Jordan Love is the answer because if he was the answer, they wouldn't have offered Aaron Rodgers all that money after five weeks of OTAs. That's what I'm thinking, too. Um, So, unfortunate there. Uh, The next preseason story I want to talk about, though, Dalton, Sam Houston's very own Davion Davis. Oh, wow, yeah. With the catch of the weekend. I mean, Dude, we've seen that guy do it time in and time out. I'm so happy for him. I'm glad that he's getting his chance. He's playing for the Cleveland Browns. And, you know, yeah, he's behind Odell Beckham. Yeah, he's behind Jarvis Landry. But that's a pretty solid receiver room to be to be in. Yeah, you said it yourself. He's behind Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. He's behind Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. Right, so he, he's right, going to learn so right. much stuff from those guys because they're kind of similar. You know, they're you know Jarvis Landry's not the biggest. He, he's a little he's shorter compared to others. But that boy can make some plays, just oh, like yeah. Davion. Davion can get up. And I think the crazy thing about it is seeing that play for us. We we're like, okay, that, that's, well, that's just not Davion. even close to the best yeah. catch we've ever seen him make. You know, we see we do one on ones every day in practice, and uh, he's going up against our best corners. And this is the same thing we talked about with Jaquez. These guys are going up against our, our all American corners, our draft prospects. I mean, they're making it look easy. They're they're just gliding through. So we, I watch Davion run routes every day, and he did something special. So good for him. Hopefully, he makes that roster. We are definitely cheering for him. You know, Bearcat alumni. So we're up and a hump. Get some little, get some knowledge in while uh, we strategize. Yeah, uh, you know, first off, I need to go get a tight end because I don't have one. But yeah, this honestly, Dalton, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, it's cool doing this on the air. It's new for me, not really being in a focused setting uh, for a fantasy football job. Obviously. Fantasy is one of my favorite things that there is to do with football. But this is fun, man. It's cool experiencing this with you guys. It's cool experiencing this with fellow walk-on radio fans. Uh, and, and I really think it's going well. So we got our pick. Uh, we're going with a quarterback. We had Tom Brady queued up. And I think... You don't have a quarterback yet, do you? Yes, we do. We oh. uh, we have... We have Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Josh Allen. Okay, that's right. So I we're going to go with Tom Brady. He got taken. So uh, our next up is, uh, we were just talking about it, Davion Davis, the Browns. We're going to go Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, okay. They, uh, okay. they have a running back attack, and uh, that could mess things up. But, uh, you know, we're probably only going to need him for one week, given that Josh Allen stays healthy and does his thing. So uh, he's still, he's a great quarterback, great team, and a really nice receiving core. And don't forget David Njoku at tight end. Chief David Njoku. That's a big boy. <laughs> he's ripped. He's huge. And uh, he definitely can make a lot of plays, especially if everyone's going to be covering, you know, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, and even the running backs out in the backfield. Well, okay, so it's my pick here. I'm definitely going receiver. Um, man, it's uh, it's certainly a thin draft board, if you ask me. Um, golly, this is tough. Hey, I, okay, I actually like this pick. Uh, and you guys took LaVisca Chenault. I am going to take, oh, man. I'm going to take DJ Chark. I'm going to take DJ Chark. Uh, I like that pick. I think I think in the Jacksonville Jaguars offense, he is going to be special. Um, and and it's, he's definitely got the best quarterback he's ever had throwing to him. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go DJ Chark. Man, you, you and your Jaguars, uh, we, we keep talking about the Jaguars. Very exciting. Uh, unfortunately, they're probably going to fall third in the AFC South right now just because you have the Colts and uh, you have the Titans. 
And then, of course, they're going to beat the Texans. Uh, you know, we talk about Deshaun Watson. We're always covering him, but you never know. Trey Sermon just got drafted to San Francisco. Hump, talk to me about San Francisco, man. Uh, first of all, who's your starting quarterback? We just saw in the preseason game, Trey Lance comes out and throws an 80-yard throw. It looks beautiful out there. Talk to me about San Francisco. What do you think? Yeah, I think San Francisco, I think to start the year, they're going to play Jimmy Garoppolo, but I think they're going to end the year with Trey Lance. Uh, that's my prediction. I think Trey Lance is a special talent, but let's not forget – he did only play one season in college football, and so uh, he, he's got a little bit of a learning gap to go, if you ask me. Uh, but, you know, I, I feel good about it. I think, the, I think the, I don't know, I think the Niners can be good this year. You and I were lower on them last year. Uh, but, but that's, you know, the NFC West is, is a tough division. Uh, there's not, not going to be a whole lot, of, uh, whole lot of great records in that one just because they have to play each other so much. Yeah, and like you said, San Francisco is in such a tough division. Man, it's going to be tough, Hump. Let me ask you this right now. Early, early, early pick them. San Francisco versus the Los Angeles Rams. Ooh, man, I guess I have to stick with my Rams pick just because I've been so high on them. Um, you know, uh, but that's a great game. I, I could see that going split. Um, okay, Dalton. So Antonio Brown just went. Uh, there it is, your boy. Dude. So that leaves me. The, the best receiver available, <clears throat> they're saying, is Juju Smith-Schuster. Well, I already have. Deontay Johnson. So yeah. when I want two receivers from the same team, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want that. Um, man, I am he's getting thin around here. You guys talk while I, while I decide. So uh, let me ask you this, Isaac. We, we keep talking about the National Championship, and uh, there's a play that happened at the end. Ife Day's catch. You were on the field running around. Now, right before, you know, we know this as players and watching the play, you had two opportunities to, to be the game-winning touchdown. Uh, one was a little far right, and the second one was double covered, but it was almost there. But talk to me about Ife's catch. You know, what was it feeling like after you saw it on the field and every all the emotions that happened? Well, I'm not going to lie to you. I was gassed. Um, that was a long series, and it had just gotten – the sun had come out. It was really hot. Um, it was incredibly humid, probably up 95 100%. So I was gassed. And um, like you said, I had two opportunities, and I couldn't come down with them. Um, so the pressure was starting to be on. Um, they well, hold on. Let me stop you there. Our pick is up, and I, we already know the pick, so let me roll into it real quick. We're going Cole Beasley, Buffalo Bills. I know he's had a little little vaccine problem, but you know what? He still does his job. Uh, former Cowboy, one of, you, one of your boys. But uh, he makes numbers. He could be a good backup receiver, so uh, we're going Cole Beasley. Isaac, continue. Um, yeah, so it came around third down, and the pressure was on. Um, we were running out of time and running out of downs. And um, like I said, I was gassed, and we, we called another play, and um, I know we all had full confidence we could execute it, and uh, we all got off the ball. I know everyone was just as tired as I was, and just so happened that Eric fit that one in through a tight window, not a throw that you would normally make, um, but I'll tell you what, Eric made the throw when it counted. If it came down to the ball, and um, just the elation I felt knowing that we had won a national championship was something I hadn't felt before. Um, so that was just incredibly exciting, a huge team moment. You see Ife's name everywhere. Um, he deserves a lot of the credit for it, but it was just a huge team moment. You could see our whole sideline get excited. Yeah, I think uh, Hump can relate to this one. The catch happens. I'm freaking out. Completely forget that I'm on field goal. And so I'm I'm sitting there celebrating like, oh, wait, I got to be out there on the field, run out there. Unfortunately, we missed a kick. You know, that, that's uh, Seth Morgan's fault. I love Seth Morgan. He, he He's one of my good I friends. I think he was just too excited. I, I mean, mean, we all yeah. were. 
And, uh, of course, we've talked about the end, Isaac, so I'm going to ask you that question, too. Humphreys cried like a little baby. I did. I ran in circles. There's there's picture evidence of it. Yeah. So, Isaac, I I know what happened because I I saw you because we were kind of – we were running in the same – it was kind of wild because you're just – in my mind, I was running with no – I didn't know where to go. I was finding the first person I saw, trying to hug him. So, Isaac, clock runs out. You finally see we won the NAS championship. What was going through your mind and what did you do? Um, well, pulling up to the stadium is pouring rain, and I'm not going to lie to you. I was kind of planning on doing a, a penguin slide across the field if we want it. Um, I, did, I ended up not doing that. Um, it dried up a little bit. I felt like maybe it wouldn't slide as far as I thought it would. And um, in the moment, the first instinct was to just run and yell. And I think I did something that everyone else did was just start running in circles until I found somebody to hold on to and give them a big hug. But uh yeah, in a moment of excitement like that, we saw an infamous picture of Hump with some tears on his face. Um, you know, everyone's got some funny faces going on. It's just a, a spur of the moment feeling. You can't really control it. Mine just happened to be to run in a circle. Yeah, listen, I, that's a that's a lifelong of hard work and dedication, and that that that's what the tears were on my face. And then, <laughs> final question for you, Isaac. Uh, we gave a me and Hump gave a little prediction of the team, just what we've seen so far, how we feel. So uh, after training camp ended, uh, talk to me about the Sam Houston Bearcats from your perspective. Uh, what do you think of what do you think about this year, especially with this WAC Ace on Challenge and uh, bringing everybody back, everybody back? What's your overall opinion? Um, well, we won a national championship for a reason. We are among, if not the most talented team in the FCS, and we brought everybody back. Um, to say that we can't do it again would be absurd. Now, I said we have a target on our back. Um, Everyone else is literally building their team to try and beat us. Um, And if that's not exciting, I don't know what is. So coming out of training camp, everyone is healthy. This is a healthy team. Um, We did just come off a 10-game season. Everyone's back. Um, We made it out of camp healthy, which is something I've never seen before. Um, So we have the most talented roster back, and we're healthy and better than ever, I think, that uh, everyone should have a target on us, and I'll tell you what, I think we're going to fire right back. And, Hump, uh, we've talked about it before, but also your after-training camp thoughts. Uh, what do you think about the team? Uh, you know, obviously um, the position we're in, Dalton is tar- – excuse me, Isaac is totally right. We have a target on our back. Every week our name is circled in red, um, and I, I think that that is no doubt. Uh, but here's the deal. There's one thing that's a fact. You cannot win two national championships unless you've already won one. Uh, and so we're halfway there uh, to the repeat. And so, you know, why not us? Why, why are we – why can't we do that? Uh, and I, I, really think, uh, I really think we're capable of it, and, and I'm, I'm really excited for the season. You know, Isaac, I, I said it was last question, but I, I thought of another one. Uh, and you've heard stories about it, and finally you get to experience it. Your first Battle of the Piney Woods at NRG Stadium. Now, have you ever played in a NFL stadium, and how excited are you for the, this great rivalry that you get to be a part of? Um, well, I've had some unique experiences. I got to play at Jerry's World. Um, I represented Team USA my senior year of high school. Um, unfortunately, it was a loss to Canada, but I got on the big screen. I took a picture on the star. I took a picture out front. Um, that's the biggest stadium I've ever been in. Um, yeah, this this game is going to be big. Uh, this is football in Texas at NRG Stadium. I, I fully anticipate it to be rocking. Um it might be one of the loudest and one of the biggest games I've ever played in, and that's considering the national championship where it was full and loud as well. 
Yeah, we, uh, we, we've talked about it. We're really excited because, you know, not only has SFA, SFA got better, but we took a year off. And uh, even when we were killing them, a lot of people showed up. So now that we're the national champs, SFA has had a top 10 recruiting class the last two years. And uh, we're coming off of COVID. Oh, this is going to be a big game, huh? Are you gonna Are you gonna bring back the celebrations? I know last year the holder, you uh, you didn't it was all win. Business. Yeah, this year we're we gonna get a little bit of both. We'll see. Uh, I might, you know, now that now that me and Seth are, are comfortable with each other, maybe maybe I've got something in store. The Le- Legion of Smooth. The Legion of Smooth. Yeah. Oh, good yeah, lord! Yeah. So uh, as we've been talking, a couple picks have gone. I saw Trevor Lawrence fly by. Rob Gronkowski just got picked. He kind of struggled. Well, no, I, don't, I wouldn't say struggled. He had a different he struggled role until the Super Bowl. He had, he had a different role. He was become the more blocking tight end, but now he's back. What do you think about Gronkowski this year on Tampa Bay? Ah, uh, you know, I think that he is what he is. I think that he's more there uh, to be a locker room guy, to be honest. Uh, but you know, uh, he's with with Tom Brady in, in at quarterback. It's it's really going to be fine. So 49ers defense was just picked. It seems like we're kind of in the the we're in the kickers range. and defenses, and it's it's getting it's getting late. For kind sure. of kind of ending the draft. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about your team so far? Give a little rundown of what you have at right now. Yeah, honestly, Dalton, uh, and, and we're gonna post this. Uh, we'll post it on Twitter uh, later this evening. Our teams, but you know, it's a different team than I've had in the past. Uh, this is this is the first time drafting a serious draft in this format, so it's new for me. I like my team. I got a lot of young guys. A lot of dudes with upside, uh, but uh, you know it, it'll be fun. And again, this this league's going to be a good time. And uh, what do you, what do you think about your team? Well, uh, I got my pick, and then I will uh, tell you my team. Uh, we're going with defense as well, and uh, the top defense I see right now is the Bills. They have been, and we have a lot of Bills players. It seems like we've been talking about the Bills a lot. They've been crafting that defense for years, continuously drafting D linemen, getting better in their secondary. They're building to be a Super Bowl contender, and that's what's important. We want a defense of a team that is a Super Bowl contender that can make that run, and uh, they've been building. So very excited. We're going with the Bills defense and special teams. Uh, our picks looks pretty good. We started with Josh Allen. we're well, not started, but quarterback Josh Allen. Uh, other quarterback, Baker Mayfield, two young studs, kind of running the AFC right now. Running back, Alvin Kamara and Raheem Mozart. A little questionable Raheem. We're going to see about that. Alvin Kamara, he's the guy, your guy. Uh, I like that pick. Keenan Allen, I went all in on the Chargers. Uh, we had to take him, I feel like. And then Jared Judy, shout out Denver Broncos. He, he's a great route runner, and uh, hopefully with the quarterback play, they will get a lot better. Darren Waller at tight end, young future tight end of the NFL, and another future tight end, Robert Tanyan, Big Bob, an end zone machine, Bills defense, and then right now on our bench, we have Jalen Waddle, young guy, Shonat Jr. from Jacksonville, and then uh, Cole Beasley, a, a, an old reliable, as you can say. I feel good about team tight ends. I think uh, we made some really good picks, and uh, you know we could surprise a lot of people. Okay, I'm sitting here, and I'm looking at the draft board, and somehow Juju Smith-Schuster hasn't been picked. Well, he, man, just, he just hasn't been picked. It's, it's kind of tough. It's, it, the, it's, the, it's the 12th round. Do you, I mean, do you pull? I mean, I already have a Steelers receiver, but I have to take him, don't I? It's 12, I mean, it's the 12th round. He's on, my, on, this, on this board that I'm looking at, yeah, it's round he's, the 28th, he's the 28th ranked receiver. I think it's just his numbers kind of fell. I mean, I I got I have to take him. He's my last bench spot, but I have to take him. Yeah, and uh, you know Isaac just wrote it himself. Big Ben is is out the door. Oh, he, I agree. No, but I, I'm literally just saying the fact that it's the twelfth round and he's still there. Like I have to take yeah. him. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's kind of similar to when you took Antonio Brown in your draft. No doubt, you got to do. Deal. 
could surprise a lot of people. Uh, it could be a, a good pick. Uh, now, the last pick was Washington's uh, defense, and then Young Ho Koon, the uh, kicker for the Atlanta Falcons, he's been doing a great job. Uh, who would have thought? And, of course, the kicker, and we're talking about kickers, Justin Tucker is always taken first. My dad took him, actually. What do you think Texas, about former Texas just, Longhorn? Just close your eyes and pick one, or is there a strategy when it comes to taking them? Uh, I, with me on kickers, I like to pick kickers on a good team uh, because good teams score a lot of points. So, you know, Kansas City Chiefs kicker, Ravens kicker. Normally the Saints kicker is, is always a good one to take because they score so much, but now who knows. Uh, Dallas would be a good kicker to get this year because they, they are going to score points. Uh, but, you know, it's not a science. Just, just pick a guy. Well, we've been we we're running a little late. We've been going on this whole time. We, been a long we're, we're a couple rounds deep. And I think towards this back half, we're just going to kind of take whoever's available, roll through. We'll update our full team once we get it. But Hump, any last words before we end this episode? It was really fun getting the draft and talk to Isaac about you know his football experiences, his fantasy ideas. But any last words, Hump, before we end it? No, Dalton. Uh, again, it's been fun. Uh, obviously, fantasy football is a passion to me. Uh, I'm excited for this year. I'm excited for Bearcat football, NFL football, Cowboys football, fantasy football. Uh, football football is the best best season of the year. I don't care what anybody says, uh, but, you know, that's it. Well, uh, we had a lot of fun, and, of course, we're going to keep you updated on this fantasy league. Uh, you know, we might have a punishment for the loser. We uh, might have fun. something for the winner. Uh, really excited, of course. Follow us on Twitter. And, oh, also, we didn't even get to talk about this. Our hats. Yeah, very big success. So uh, we have hats. Uh, they're running quickly. We, we only bought a short amount at first contest of waters, but uh, there will be more. So don't worry. Uh, they're going to be available. $20. Hit us up if you want one. They look really cool. Uh, we gave some to our coaches, of course. They deserve it. Matthew Merkins, Coach Archer. Our guys have been there since day one. Even Coach Keeler got a hat. The boys supporting us. So uh, get your hats, $20. Uh, we really appreciate you showing, showing out and helping us out. Uh, you know, we're trying to start something here. We're trying to build a, a little brand. So, uh, And there'll be more stuff later down the line. I'm still making my zoo shirt. Don't worry, guys. Uh, oh, yeah, the we had a Salukis coach. The head coach of Salukis follow us. Yep. Shout out. I love the boys in the zoo. Just don't play us because then I don't know who I'm going to pick. Uh, it was making it too difficult for me. But, of course, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Keep listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.